Welcome to this week's podcast. I'm Stuart McCullough. I'm the CEO of VHAN. And joining me for this week's discussion is Senior Workplace Relations Consultant Daniel Pullen. Welcome, Daniel. Thank you, Stuart. Uh, you know how it works. We have a clue that will suggest the subject for today's discussion, and it's a clue in two parts, two pictures to be precise, the first of which is on screen. For the benefit of those who are listening rather than watching, can you describe the picture? Well, the first picture is a picture of three gentlemen wearing suits. Uh, yes, that is true, um, but it's from a particular television series. Uh, does the does the do the characters ring any bell for you, or do they they do they look familiar? They they don't look familiar to me, uh, but maybe the second clue might help me. I'm not sure. Right. Well, I'm just going to say that that's a, a photograph of the principal cast members from a, a show called Yes Minister, okay. and a, a certain proportion of the audience will 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 appreciate uh, that, that particular program. Um, we'll bring up the second uh, picture now. And for the benefit of, benefit of those who are listening rather than watching, can you describe what it is you see? Well, that is some, a picture of what appears to be some cabaret or some theater. Uh, another word for cabaret or theater might be review okay. as such. So we have a picture of, uh, from, from Yes Minister, uh, a wonderful television show from the late 70s and early 80s. Uh, and we have a picture of a, of a, a review. Uh, on the basis of those two clues, what would you suggest the subject for today's discussion is? I think you've really helped me here. <laughs> Originally, just going by the photos, though, I probably would have gone for something like a theatre technician because I was aiming, I was going with theatre, but it has to be the ministerial review. Yes, the ministerial review with respect to medical staff is the focus of our discussion today. And we've got a bit to share with members uh, and probably the first thing I'd say, this is not the first ministerial review on this subject as such, but it's been a while uh, since the last one was conducted, I think 2007. But before we get into the detail of this particular ministerial review, Daniel, can you take us through the discussions, the bargaining discussions that led to the decision to have this review? For sure. So members would recall that bargaining for the replacement agreements for doctors in training and medical specialists was completed prior to the nominal expiry date of 31 December 2021. And just to make the point that um, that has something in common with nurses, which was the other agreement where the negotiations concluded before the nominal expiry date in the last round. That's correct. And whilst it's not part of the enterprise agreement per se, the ministerial review is a product of the bargaining process. So a ministerial review involves a panel. Let's get to the most obvious question, who has been appointed to the panel? So the panel consists of three members. Um, the chairperson is Greg Smith, who is a former deputy president of the Fair Work Commission. Uh, Professor Rosemary Aldrich, who is currently the director of population and public health at Grampians Public Health Unit. She was also previously the chief medical officer of Grampians Health and Dr. Tony Kambarakis, who is the Director of Medical Services at Alfred Health. And just in terms of how that panel was arrived at, I think it's worth noting that those panel members were jointly proposed by uh, VHAA and AMA Victoria. So the review has uh, opened on the 15th of September, submissions close on the 15th of December. What will VHAA be doing? So we'll be making a submission addressing each of the seven areas of focus based on contributions of our members. And it's worth emphasising that in previous ministerial reviews, different health services 
and interest groups have made their own submissions. So our submission, VHA submission, is not intended to discourage uh, any member from making a submission that they want to make. Rather, it's, it's as an industrial organisation, we want to make sure that we make the most of the opportunity uh, to put a submission forward that broadly reflects the concerns of members and our own observations. And to ensure that what we put forward is informed, uh, we've developed a consultation timeframe. And we're going to show the consultation timeframe and process to develop the VHIA submission on screen. And for those that are listening, we'll take you through it. So the first thing to note is that it really has three elements, Daniel. That's right. So consultation is the first element, uh, which is where we are right now. And it involves sharing this timeline, developing questions for the VME working group and developing material just like this podcast. And the second element concerns feedback, which involves collating and summarising uh, feedback from the VME working group um, from the first week of November probably also includes providing uh, our initial thoughts for response. That's right. And the final stage uh, is briefing. So that's from late November and it involves briefing members on our draft submission. Which is really another opportunity to ensure that that um, submission is as informed as it could be. So we've started that process already uh, and we're probably just want to note that one of the things that we're doing is developing a set of questions on which to engage with uh, with a working group from the VME uh, as such so that we can use that information to inform the submissions. Um, Daniel, you mentioned before that there were seven areas of focus uh, identified by the panel, uh, um, which is the subject of the review. Let's start with item number one. We'll show that on screen. So item one provides that recruitment, retention, supply of doctors, including local graduates and international medical graduates, training, training pathways and coordination of doctors across the public health sector, recognising that this particular issue in regional and rural settings and hard to fill specialties. So that's a really broad item and it has to be recognised that this one has a lot of different moving parts. Mm. It is in contrast to some of the other items um, uh, in the review, which are far more specific. Um, so this item can really be broken down to, uh, into a range of components, including the supply of doctors and training, training and training pathways and coordination of doctors across the public health sector, uh, supply of international uh, medical graduates, general recruitment and retention issues, rural and regional settings is a specific component uh, and also, I think, other factors that might influence all of those things, including the role of external stakeholders, such as specialist medical colleges, uh, things such as IT connectivity uh, may also be relevant to recruitment and retention and um, coordination uh, across the sector. And it's safe to say that we've dedicated some considerable time to this component to date, um, as there are multiple subparts within it which contribute to supply. So we'll bring up item number two on screen, and that refers to the adequacy of existing classification structures and exploration of future clinical management roles, including the potential of expanding the utilization of classifications such as medical officers. So within this part, we'll be exploring the DRTN medical specialist classification structure and making submissions on how those structures can be improved. Just to give that a little bit of context, Daniel, what are the kind of areas that we've been turning our mind to so far? So we've sought feedback from the VME working group, but our preliminary items uh, for exploration include whether registrar needs to be limited to doctors participating in specialist training programs, and also consideration for general practitioners and fellows. 
Okay, let's bring the next item up on screen. Uh, and that refers to the exploration of the barriers to recruitment and retention of ongoing medical staff arising from different modes of employment, such as fraction specialists and full-time specialists and the impact of wage relativities between modes on attracting a stable medical workforce. Um, so really, this is an example of uh, an item that has a very specific uh, focus. The key issue here concerns the rate disparity between different fractions and between fractional and full-time and fractional rates. Um, uh, the obvious point here is that it is difficult to have different prices for the same classification and same work value, but that's where we are at the moment. And it's worth noting that this issue uh, has been the subject of previous reviews. That's right. It's definitely not something new and it's something we did speak about during bargaining and have made some substantial progress on already. So uh, on screen, we'll move to the next item, which is around rostering practices that result in high levels of ad hoc overtime and on call that may impact the health, safety and welfare of doctors and any alternative practices. So within this part, what we anticipate is expanding on previous discussions around 24-7 rostering and the ch challenges associated with changes in demand uh, and transition, uh, particularly given external stakeholders such as specialist medical colleges. And, and then we'll move to the next part, which deals with uh, the review of current out-of-hours arrangements for specialists, particularly for fractional doctors and doctors in training, with an emphasis on how technological advances may be changing the delivery of out-of-hours care. So it's, it's got to be noted that the medical specialists agreement is one that does not have a floor price for on-call and recall for fraction doctors. And that's really uh, a part of the consideration for that item. We'll also be keen to get feedback from, uh, from members and in particular the VME working group on how technological advances are changing out of our care and whether that is reducing physical recall and increasing remote recall. The next item which we'll show on screen is the exploration of working arrangements, including part-time and casual employment. So there are a couple of elements here. Uh, firstly, for doctors in training, um, what are the challenges in accessing part-time employment having regard for training obligations? For medical specialists, uh, it probably goes to that unique mode of employment we have in terms of a fractional engagement, which has become less unique over time uh, and has begun to resemble part-time employment in many respects, whilst still preserving a variable rate. And that brings us to the final element uh, of the ministerial review, which concerns uh, work design, which may include task allocation and support. And, and for this final part, we're going to seek feedback from the VME working group, whether there are any uh, more efficient ways to use medical staff through increasing support and task allocation. And which really brings us to that question, who does what mm. uh, is really one of the most significant uh, questions for the health sector generally. Uh, Daniel, we mentioned earlier that this is not the first uh, ministerial review and it's not the first time that some of these questions have been considered. So just want to flag to the members that one of the things that we're keen to do is highlight the need uh, to resolve some of these questions as they've been outstanding for some time. And three months sounds like a long period of time, but that's a lot of work to do to prepare that submission. Uh, that's true. So we've talked a lot today about the process that we're going through to develop the uh, VHAA submission to ensure that it is fully informed. 
but we probably need to say, you know, where can members find more information about the ministerial review? So uh, members can find that information on the Engage Victoria website, and we'll include a link to that in the info section of the of the of this video. Uh, and members can click on that, and uh, that landing page, which is administered by the uh, by the department or by Engage Victoria, you'll be able to find all the information there uh, about making your own submission uh, if you seek to do so. Right, and just information, I think, about the review generally. So, yes, uh, thoroughly recommend uh, having a look at the Engage Victoria uh, page. Uh, Daniel, thank you so much for taking us through uh, this this for the first time, I guess, but probably not the last time, the ministerial review with respect to medical staff. Thank you, Stuart. Thank you, Daniel. Dot com, baby. Dot com, baby.